The best way to attract somebody into your world where you're going to leave them better than you found them is to be the person that paints the picture of possibility. Rather than paint all the pictures of what's wrong or where they are lacking, paint the picture of what's possible. Hello, my dear, and welcome back to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. You are listening to episode 121. And today we're going to have a conversation about pain point marketing or marketing in general, I think, and the integrity and ethical need and necessity, if you will, of marketing that that does the human good. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm going to call it here, because I think that with anything in our business, we have to always be considering human behavior. Human behavior needs to be at the forefront of what it is that we're doing, because we want to leave a legacy and leave an impact that feels good for people, right? I often talk about how as a therapeutic business coach, i.e. a therapist first, this concept, this oath essentially that I took to do no harm has followed me into the depths of everything that I do. And so I'm constantly aware of how my presence, my actions, my words, my visuals, my everything can impact the human. Now, of course, I'm not saying here that you need to be just so sensitive to the fact or so worried about what other people think or any of that. I think there's a really, really strong and fine line between being a people pleaser and being so concerned with that everybody else thinks that you've sort of lost your own self-expression and having self-expression that is still mindful of the impact we make on the other person. Now, I've talked about this before, but I think it's a really important conversation, and that's the conversation of pain point marketing, something that has, for a very long time, seemed as though it was the norm, it was what was being taught, this concept of making sure you can very clearly point out what is wrong, what is what somebody's feeling, the negativity that they're experiencing, in order to call them into the offer that you have, right? So as an example, we can talk about service pros, maybe you're a copywriter, right? And so your pain point marketing might be to point out like you're not getting sales, you're not having ROI, you're not converting clients, you're not et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that would be pain point marketing. Maybe if you're a coach, a business coach like myself, this is the act of similar, right? You're not having the success that you want to have. You're not getting as much done in the amount of time that you want to get it done. You're not creating the profit that you want to have. You know, maybe you're a money coach or a financial advisor and you're utilizing things like you have no idea what you're doing and you have no savings, but you're in your 30s. You haven't made proper investments. Okay, so these are all examples of pain point marketing. And yes, I have absolutely been in situations where I am being taught by a leader, by a mentor, that this is the direction that we want to go. We want to paint the picture of pain so that somebody can say, yes, this is for sure not what I want. And therefore, I want the solution that you present. But here's the problem. The problem with pain point marketing is what it actually does is creates an internal trigger, right? It, it literally dysregulates somebody's nervous system because you're pointing out the things that maybe they are aware of or maybe they weren't aware of, but are now very, very much aware of. Like they're going about their day, they're feeling really good. And then your Instagram post comes up and they're from high vibe, feeling all the feels. I've got goals. I've got direction. I know where I'm heading to. I have failed. Nothing is working the way it was supposed to there's something wrong with me. I'm all alone in this feeling. Or even more, like this particular person who just pointed it out to me would think I'm ridiculous, like I've done something wrong, right? So we can notice, I think, logically, if you're a human, which you are, you'll see to this podcast, you're a human, that the human on the other side is not necessarily being left better than she was when she found you. 
I'm just going to put she in there just for the sake of ease, right? Let's say it's a she. And she is not going to be left better than when she found you. And that to me is a problem, right? I believe that we must do no harm even in the forward-facing world where we're exploring how our brand actually impacts people in a positive way. So what I want to suggest to you, if you're maybe recognizing right now, like, ooh, I have a little bit of this or I have a lot of bit of this or I haven't even thought of it like this, I want to suggest to you the new solution, which would be possibility marketing. The best way to attract somebody into your world where you're going to leave them better than you found them is to be the person that paints the picture of possibility. Rather than paint all the pictures of what's wrong or where they are lacking or where things are amiss, paint the picture of what's possible. Let's go back to the money coach example, for instance. And let's say instead, imagine how amazing you would feel if you knew exactly where your money was going every single month. You had investments that were on automation, so you knew you were constantly moving forward in a positive way financially. You had clarity because you had somebody in your back pocket who was helping you to manage things, but also teaching you along the way so that you were becoming empowered. This is off the cuff, so I probably would make this sound a little bit better if I was actually doing this, but you get the point, right? The copywriter. Imagine having a website that instantly converts your amazing aligned client. They instantly know you're the exact person they want to work with. They don't have to think for one more second before hitting the buy button, right? They have complete clarity on what it is that you offered and who it is that you are, and they know that you're their person. Do you feel the difference in that? The business coach. Imagine having somebody in your back pocket who can personalize, individualize a strategy that's going to feel good for you now, but it's also going to stand the test of time. As your brand grows, as the industry changes, this strategy will still work, right? Like, huh. I already feel, I feel easier just imagining what it was like if I had somebody like that in my back pocket, right? Somebody who would genuinely support me in an individualized way. So when we paint the picture of possibility, we allow somebody to imagine what it would be like to have the solutions that we can provide them. And now they're on that walk and they're having a, you know, a great day. They're high vibe. They're all the things. And they read your post and they think, man, it's only going to get better. Like, I feel empowered. I feel excited. I feel ignited. They're not down in the dumps. They're not now associating your brand with negativity. And I know that you might be thinking, wow, Ash, that's like a big, big leap. It's really not because that's how our brain works. You know when you have a smell, like maybe a smell of chocolate chip cookies baking or like my mom's perfume is a very like specific smell. If I smell somebody that has that same scent on, I instantly think of my mom, right? We're instantly going to think of the thing, right? The memory, the experience because of that smell. There's this olfactory nerve that we have in our brain that essentially ignites and triggers the memory disposition based on the significance of the moment, i.e. the smell, sometimes the, the taste, sometimes the, the visuals that we have. The same is true where they might not know consciously that they're now essentially thinking of your brand through the lens of this negativity, but they are, right? Meaning that they might actually go out of their way to avoid reading other posts that you have because their brain goes, uh-uh, not say. This person gives you things and tells you things and shares things with you that are going to make you feel real shitty about yourself. You do not want to go there. So I'm not only here to say like, hey, it actually does harm to others, but I'm here to say it actually does harm to you and your brand and your business and what I know that you want, which is to make an impact and to paint a picture of solutions that only you can provide because you have gone above and beyond to become the expert of your field, the expert of your industry. And now all you want to do is serve really amazing, deserving people. Well, I'm telling you, the best way to call her in 
is to paint the picture of possibility, to show her what's truly possible as a result of your solution. Now, I will say this, and this is kind of like a, it's not even a caveat, it's just like a side point here. There are sometimes value in sharing the pain because of relatability. So the only time that you will ever hear me talking about pain points, quote unquote pain points, is when I'm actively telling a story of my own that I'm allowing that person to self-identify with you as opposed to you telling them to, right? So what I will see is people will say like, you feel this, you feel this, you feel this, you feel this. And then they try to say like, don't worry, I've been there too. It's too late. (laughs) You've already, the damage is done. It's too late. So instead, share your story share your experiences, share the trouble that you've had. Maybe the story is, let's go back to the money coach example. Maybe the story is, you know, there, when I was in my early thirties, I had this like wake up moment where I looked around and I realized I was completely overwhelmed by money. I, I realized that I didn't have a set budget. I didn't know exactly where to invest or how to invest. And ha- somehow I was in my thirties now and I felt so overwhelmed. I didn't know where to go or who to talk to. That you're telling your story. And you're inviting a reaction. So you could say something along the lines of, have you ever felt this before? Tell me I'm not alone in this. Is this an experience that you can relate to? Right? And you're inviting somebody to self-identify with like, I really do. Like, I feel that. Whether it's before or right now, I feel it. Then you get to bring about the solutions. Because of that experience, I went out and I piecemealed together, or I got education in this area, or I hired a coach, or I hired a financial advisor, or whatever the case may be. And over the past four years, I've honed this skill to the max. I've become majorly, and we'll talk about this, right? Like, really, if you're going to say you're an expert in something, please back that up with like actual expertise. So I would assume in this situation, you would say, I've taken this course, I've gotten this certification, I've spent this many years in this experience. I have, you know, read 14 books on the matter. I've hired two coaches, whatever the case may be. Like, here's all the things that now allows me to provide you with the solution. Now, let me paint you the picture of what that solution is. Bam. What a difference. What a difference that makes. So when you feel like painting the picture of pain is necessary, allow yourself to do it through vulnerability because vulnerability is the ultimate key to connection. Right. So rather than throwing somebody else and their emotions and their experiences and their feelings under the bus, for lack of better words, throw yourself under the bus and allow her to go, me too. I feel that. I feel, I feel connected to you. I feel like I can relate to you. Now, I only have one particular program that speaks on money and I'm speaking from my own experience and all of the work that I have done to build a money mindset. So not on the like how to invest or any of those kind of things. But when I was actively selling that program, I was sharing how I went through bankruptcy seven years ago. And by going through bankruptcy and hitting my lowest of lows in money, I had to find a different way. And so I did hire that financial advisor. I did read X amount of books. I did do this, this, and this to change my mindset. Now, again, I'm owning specifically what I feel like I'm an expert in, which is helping you to navigate the depths of our internal narrative that keeps us kind of stuck in a negative money cycle, if you will, that I had to navigate through and use my own background, my own expertise in. And then I also resourced out the things that I don't claim expertise in, like financial advisement and CPA and bookkeeper and those kind of things, right? So all this to say, Remember the human on the other side of whatever it is that you're sharing, whether it's an email, it's a podcast episode, it's an Instagram post or a Facebook post, it's 
no matter what it is, a YouTube short, remember that there's a human on the other side of that screen. And it matters. It matters how you make them feel. How you make them feel really, really, really matters. Like I can't say it enough. I really, really can't. We love to be seen. We love to be known as humans. And when we do so in a relatability factor and a vulnerability factor, there is power. But when we make somebody see themselves through a negative light, we do harm for one. And we also push people away from our brand and our expertise because we have now made it very clear to their brain, the brain that is meant to protect them at all costs, that we are not safe for them. So we want to be safe for people. I want you to fully express yourself. I want you to be fully, fully you. I want you to show up like completely vulnerable and real and authentic. And I want it to feel amazing. And I want you to consider the human on the other side of the screen. So if content feels kind of like an area that you want to ignite, an area that you want to feel so aligned feels like a funky word nowadays to me. I feel like everybody's overusing it. So I'll say this. If you desire an individualized process that simplifies social media, but also considers the human on the other side of the screen and has strategies that will increase your sales and will increase your brand and the obsession of your brand, but do so in a way that makes you feel really, really good on the other side, because yes, there's humans on one side of the screen, but you're a human too, and you deserve to be seen as such, then I would suggest that you look at my program called Potent. This is like the no-brainerist, no-brainiest how would you say that? (laughs) No brainer investment. It is $97 and it is a pod course with, I don't know, I think it's like 15 or more episodes on the act of creating a very magnetizing social media presence that is ethical and integrity bound. And it's my program called Poet. So if this feels like something you would love to dive into, I highly suggest it. Again, it feels like such a no-brainer to me because it will truly, truly knock your socks off in terms of the value that it gives you and the way that it changes just how you see everything in the social media world specifically. So I'll add that to the show notes. I'm so grateful that you're here as always. And more importantly, I'm grateful that you consider your business as more than just a way to make money, but a way to serve others. And I hope that these podcast episodes are just always a constant reminder of how you can do so in such a beautiful, beautiful way. 